Let me see something that's gonna blow your brains. This is his first movie since The Village to not receive a Razzie nomination for Worst Picture, Worst Director, or Worst Screenplay. This is the thing, though. People say this is a good movie. It is a good movie. I disagree. I cannot believe we're about to... I can't believe that we're on the sides that we're on for this, first of all. (laughs) But we'll get into this later. You better refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. It might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... Because <laughs> usually it's Harish who hates the movie, and me who's like, it's fine. And welcome to Tipsy Care. <laughs> Uh, this is a podcast about horror movies, and this month we're doing a special uh, M. Night Shyamalan theme. 28 days of M. Night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the poster Harish made for this, I know it's like, <laughs> this is a, this is way too late because this is the last one we're doing in the series, but yeah. the poster Harish made is so good. <laughs> Every time I look at it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> you did a great job. Um and and today we're covering uh uh wait did I say what this no you didn't yeah so um it's a podcast about horror movies about yeah, horror did. movies yeah oh he did say that and yeah, drinking oh, no. if you want sometimes maybe <laughs> I don't know and uh, uh today we're covering on this episode we're covering uh the visit from 2014. 2015 15 15 I know I was in college Um okay. yeah so this is the we're visit. we're ending with a I wish a better movie with the <laughs> like well we went in order of We the, did yeah the way they like came out right Yeah we went in order of release uh so yeah so this is the most recent horror film I guess unless you count split which I would not count as a horror film. Mm, I feel like it might be in the genre, but I don't. I wouldn't. If I had split on DVD, I wouldn't put it with the horror. Yeah. Actually, maybe I would because like all huh. the M. Night would be maybe. there. I don't know. Split seems more of like. No, a, I'd put it with Unbreakable. <laughs> yeah. Adventure kind of. Thriller. Movie. Thriller. Yeah. Thriller is a better description. Whatever. This movie is not split. Whatever. Anyway. So this is The Visit. <laughs> Um, which is a found footage movie about some kids visiting their grandparents. The grandparents who are estranged from their mother following an incident the mother won't talk about. Yep. Right. So in order to get to the truth of things, the precocious daughter decides to film a documentary. Yeah. So like find out why her mom and her grandparents do not have a relationship. Right. Um, and she has a brother. Yeah, and he's annoying as fuck. Yeah, and there's a little brother who is a little rapper, a freestyle rapper. <laughs> D-Diamond Stylus. And, um, yeah, and they go to the grandparents' house, and the grandparents are really weird and creepy. And at the end, uh, 
we're just i'm just gonna we should just quickly do the plot summary it, the grandparents <laughs> are weird and creepy um uh and then it's kind we of explained out. away as them like being old and having yeah. like deteriorated yeah. mental health states and then um at the end it's revealed that it turns out so the grandparents the real grandparents uh ran like a counseling center or something or they in the volunteered town. as counselors okay in the town. yeah and it turns out these two people that we meet are were patients there mm-hmm. and killed the grandparents and came uh and to have a perfect like family yeah week with the grandkids yeah and then also the ma the grandma nana her uh she thinks that like there's some space alien race like that's her illness is she thinks that there's a space alien race that like hides people at the bottom of water yeah and she killed it turns out she killed her kids kids that way and wanted these two kids um to basically have a nice family night and then Kill and them then kill too. them at the end yeah. yeah okay yeah it's it's kind of complicated when you explain <laughs> it try to explain it directly skipping to the end but basically these are imposters yes. and they're just mentally ill like unstable yeah mm-hmm. people yeah but um so what are your histories with this like I- i've never seen this movie i did know the plot twist um because my sister saw it in theaters and I remember she really liked it. Mm-hmm. And um, I really want her to re-examine the movie now. Well, um, I wish she was here so that she could be supporting my side. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, Do you want to co- cold call her right now? Oh, and she'd get be a so pissed at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, like she would kill me for that. Um, but yeah, so I knew the, the twist to it. Um, but I didn't know like all the details and um, did not live up to a type for me. Molly? I remember Googling. I remember this trailer so vividly. Me too. Um, and I remember like when the trailer came out or like after the movie came out, I like looked up the plot summary and synopsis. So I knew what it was about. And it was like one of those that I remembered. Right. <laughs> like I remember this twist for whatever reason. Yeah. So I knew it going in. Um. And every time a scene happened from the movie, I was like, oh, that was in the trailer. Yeah. Even though I haven't seen the trailer since, like, 2015, like, when it right. came out. Right. So I'd never seen it, but I knew the twist. Um, so, yeah, I remember the trailer when it came out, but um, I watched this, like, a few years later. Uh, and I heard it was bad, but I also heard, like, everyone hated... It was also during the time when everyone hated M. Night Shyamalan um which i guess still continues to this day but we're in a renaissance i feel like he's about he i feel like he's he's about to gain power (laughs) he has a new movie coming out (laughs) who knows i'm feeling good i'm feeling good about this anyway so yeah i i watched this a few years later i think i heard it was bad or something Mm um yeah and i liked it i really liked it when i watched it i thought it was it's a really good movie and i still agree whatever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i i just thought that it was um like i feel like everything was just written in as a like every little thing that he put in the plot or like something that a character says or something it was like it was just in there solely so that 
something else could happen later and nothing felt or like it was organically flowing it was just like oh we got to hit this beat because later we're going to do this and this is going to be the reference point on why I do that and I know mm. that's like how writing works but yeah. like it just it didn't feel like it just didn't feel like any of the things happened or came up naturally it was just like it felt like it was like gotta point this out so this happens later and it makes sense I don't I don't agree. I mean, maybe like the germaphobe thing, which is barely a thing and then comes back at the end. But other than that, like, I think most of it worked. There was just a lot of like, um, hold on. I think I wrote something down about it. It was like there was just a lot of overly pointing out stuff, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Um, let's like go through each of the characters and talk about them. Um, I did hate the script for a different reason in that I thought almost all of the dialogue was terrible. Yes, I agree. And I also. hated how they all talked. Nobody. I don't know why. Used... I can overlook that for a lot of stuff, but <laughs> for, like I couldn't get past it in this movie. They used several lines of like slanger words or something yes. that were just very incorrect. S- some of the slang is incorrect and like very badly written. But for the most part, I like the script, and I think the characters are well written for who their characters are, and the way they talk like fits their characters very well. I, I'm one I, of these I characters, disagree. and I can't like. Which character are you? I, I am the sister in this story. Maybe, like, but there's okay. Let's and I go just, through the characters. I can't stand either of them. <laughs> um, listen. <laughs> so okay, first there's the mom. The mom <laughs> Wait, is, can we call this podcast Harish defends the village for now <laughs> yeah yeah for the visit the visit <laughs> right <laughs> for however long this episode ends up yeah being. Okay. okay um so the first person on screen is the mom uh the mom is telling her story about the mom is katherine han by the way the beautiful katherine han yeah Catherine Hahn, if you end up listening to this you know <laughs> if you're not doing anything for valentine's day um, that might have passed by the time this episode it comes out, but I'm free. <laughs> free you, Catherine Hahn. Anything. <laughs> you should watch WandaVision. No. <laughs> she's in it. <laughs> she's she's really good. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm never going to fucking watch WandaVision. If you don't have any investment in any superhero thing, don't watch it. It will make absolutely no sense. I watched one superhero show that I'm not going to talk about with my friends anymore. The Tick? I watched two my superhero hero, shows. Oh, I'm only one oh, of them okay. going to talk about with my, my friends hero, anymore. Um, oh, my God. So, uh, she, it opens with her basically explaining the setting up the plot of the movie is, like, when she was a kid or when she was younger, she, like, fell in love with this dude and her parents didn't like the dude and at 19 she ran away from home and hasn't spoken to them for 15 years um and she won't explain she won't say what happened the night um uh she left but it's like implied that it was like bad because she won't talk about it uh and um so it's been 15 years apparently the grandparents like found her on the internet and like contacted her and were like we want to meet our grandchildren um and the grandchildren like wanted to do it so even though the mom doesn't want them to do it and uh she there was one other thing oh uh it's also like the dad is gone the dad is 
He has left. He has left them, left their family. Like she has a new boyfriend now. Do we know how long it's been since the dad? I left? don't. Uh, I assumed it's been a couple years because all the footage that they showed looked like they were really young. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, I think it was like yeah, it, it would have been when the kid was eight, right? So yeah. it would have been five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the dad's out of the picture and. The mom has a new boyfriend. So during this trip, while the kids are going to the grandparents, the mom is going on a cruise with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And we get like like little, they do video calls with her every once in a while. And we get updates on the cruise. Yeah. And she seems like she's having a lot of fun. Um, but I think it's implied that her and the boyfriend broke up well, on the cruise. They had a fight at uh, the end. Of it. The way she said it, it just seemed like she was just downplaying yeah. so, that they broke up. Uh, her thing, like she doesn't have a lot of luck. Um, the the kids talk about how, um, like after the dad left, she like hasn't had a lot of luck with any men, and so like they, her and her boyfriend have a fight at the end of the cruise ship and so she just like complains about it to the kids at the end well if she's not having any luck with men um Catherine <laughs> Hahn, i will gladly step in yeah shoot your shot molly you gotta get it out there. i will tr- i would risk it all but also like she talks about why they had a fight and she was in the wrong yeah she was which i think uh, see right. i take at this end- as i take it as he broke up with her probably and she's upset with about it and so she's just like said that she did that as like a way to like diss him right that's what it seemed like to me no she said she she that was the cause of her fight she said um he, mm-hmm. he like uh he like wanted to go get pancakes and she like pointed out that he looked like he was, he was gaining, gaining weight, weight which is so rude right and then they had a fight about that and that's why i don't know i i saw it as like she was trying to like very badly like be like oh like i'm too good for him type of thing i don't know i i, I didn't i read it I differently did not, no. i read it as like her downplaying I something i don't know yeah i read it I as read she said something to... rude and the her boyfriend and her had a maybe fight. that's why yeah. she has bad luck maybe I think, she's I just really rude <laughs> she just yeah she just like meant it as a joke but then like it was also like a shitty thing to say and he probably like was thinking about that and like had that in the back of his mind and like so she pointed out and then it 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 hit too hard basically it's my interpretation of that scene i think we're reading into it more than yeah i don't think that scene really matters at all this is the most important scene to unpack (laughs) of the whole movie we should spend more time on this yeah (laughs) um but yeah the mom seems fine any uh at the end it's she tells her story about what happened the night she left and what happened was um, when she was trying to leave, her mom was like closing the door. So she hit her mom and then her dad hit her. And then she like what? they were they were like stunned for a second. And then she left and never talked to them for 15 years. And she said that they tried to reach out shortly after to like make amends. And she's just basically refused it. Right. Yeah. Which at, at first when she told that story and I was like, oh, really? You didn't want to tell your kids that? And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, I kind of get it, actually. Because, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just like, because like she fucked up and her dad fucked up. And then there's that whole thing of like, she feels mad, but also yeah. 
ashamed you know also like how do you like what's the lesson you tell your kids with that one you right. know like it's just hard to address yeah so it's more just like a hey we don't get along something happened right that's the easiest way to do that um yeah I don't but know. then it kind of like ends stuff. with this message of you should forgive everyone because you're going to yeah. regret it if you don't. And that's my, that's well, a big tells, problem I have with this movie. She tells the daughter not to, um, to let go of her anger yeah. or whatever. So um, fucking not to, stupid. Don't hold on to your anger or whatever. No, hold on to it forever. Yeah. I mean, Die with that buried inside. It's a bad message. I mean, it depends on the situation, of course. Um, but whatever it's like it's not any worse than the signs message yeah it's I fine mean, comparable I it's guess. whatever it's like there that's the journey is like the mom did something in her past that she's ashamed of and she never got to like deal with it yeah. and like that's how the kid grows or whatever i don't know whatever who cares but okay let's talk about the kids so the two kids there's an older sister who's 15 years old yeah. and the brother is 13. 13. And um, the sister, the older sister, she's the director of the She's of the obsessed documentary. with documentary filmmaking. Yeah. And she's very Has much... Has an entry-level college education on it. <laughs> right. She's, she's very much the, like, overachiever, kind of, like, yeah. Hermione Granger type, like, Elizabeth Warren trope of person. Um, but also like she has that sort of like need for control like it's like throughout the movie she's directing the film you know but also like yeah she she just like has a need for control well, there's several and also moments where she's like don't do anything unless i tell you to yeah i think um she like also like uses a lot of big words and tries to sound smart like when uh the kids explaining to the grandma that uh he's a rapper yeah. and she like she calls oh. it like well, oh. it's a form of modern poetry and then she like just i don't know she says like it in the most pretentious way to explain but like it, it works perfectly because like i understand the character is like she is the a smart person who's trying to uh, who thinks she's the smartest person in the room is trying to show that off. It, it works. Yeah, but that just, it she's unbearable. <laughs> it did not work for me. Um, I don't like how she talks. And that's I, okay, and we can disagree. Um, <laughs> I just, like, can't stand either of the kids. I mean, obviously, I don't want bad things to happen to them. But, like, God, I just did not like either of them. Like, they were awful children i would have hated both of them if i knew them like god i uh whatever the younger brother um he's 13 he's he's like he's your classic nerd that thinks he's cool um he does freestyle rap and like he <laughs> likes texting girls like it's brought up a lot yeah at the beginning um and in his rap he talks a lot about you know I don't know, but also that's a rap thing. He also but, ends all of them by going, ho. <laughs> yeah, and he used to be a football player when he was eight years old. 
or something, which is just a weird thing to and do. And he like feels he like a failure. The epic highs and lows. Yeah. Of- yeah, of, <laughs> of elementary school football. <laughs> but like, you know, he also ends all of his sentences with like exclamations of like celebrity. Oh, sorry, instead of swearing, he'll say yeah. the name of like yeah. female pop stars. Yeah, and that's so goes, oh Shakira, oh Katy Perry, right? Shania Twain. Yeah, and it's infuriating. It's so corny, but it's it's exactly what oh, a kid that, that is age exactly would do. What a kid that age would do, and for sure. a lot of the stuff that he does, like the freestyle rapping, that is cool when you're 13 years old. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> like it's cool if he can freestyle rap when he's 13 years old. Yeah, but, but he sucks he can't at it. Do it. Well, <laughs> it's embarrassing to us because we're like watching it, like picturing ourselves in that situation and realizing how embarrassing it is. But like, it makes sense that he would do that and he would think it's cool. I, I guess I don't understand. Like, you guys are treating these characters as if like you have to hang out. I don't know. I'm just imagining that I'm when not, I was 13. Treating them as characters I saw in a movie and I didn't like how they talked if, and it like detracted from the movie for me. When I was 13, if a kid rapped like that, I would have been like, I am no longer being seen in public with you. And I yeah. know as a 13 year old, I would have not associated with that. Yeah, because you're like, exactly. But like that kid thinks it's cool. I guess. That yeah. kid who's rapping thinks it's cool and he would keep rapping. I mean, even maybe. if you would not associate with him. But I just find him annoying. I don't. Yeah. Uh, fine. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I didn't. It's I it's okay. It's I know, just I know weird to me saying. that you're calling it like you're saying the script is awful when it's it's not that it's awful. It's just like the you s- just No, the script is written by a full grown man who is, is very accurately characterizing some children. But yeah. not doing I don't think the way they I think that the words they're saying don't feel natural. Like they just don't I agree. I agree. I don't know. It works for their characters, it works. Like I maybe don't this think is not so. Because I, I don't think that's how children really act. I feel like it, they're archetypes of children. I don't know. Like, I was a nerd when I was a kid. I hung out with a lot of nerds when I was a kid. I, I definitely believe the younger kid character. And I definitely believe the older girl character as well. Because, like, I also used to think I was smarter than everyone else and used to try to use big words to, like, impress people. I know, but she's like... <laughs> Like they try, like what's the whole like? I don't know. What is? Why do they have to be like that? I understand that real characters. It's not effective for the script. It doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't. I don't know. Doesn't do anything for me here. And so let let uh, let's unpack a different scene. The scene where it's her in the sweaters inside out. Yeah. I don't like how they're talking to each other. I don't like the dialogue in that scene because it makes their relationship feel unnatural to me. Okay. Like there was just this weird like you just don't talk to each other like that i don't know there was like i wouldn't i wouldn't be like emily you never look at yourself in the mirror like we went through a divorce together we went through a lot together no point if in mine and emily's ever relationship like through anything we ever went to did we sit down and be like you're acting like this how come you do this you've changed like we don't do that you just you just like don't so th- <laughs> the way the scene plays out right so what wh- what they're doing she wants to do interviews in the middle of the movie um i guess like her what she's trying to do is trying to also get 
their emotional arc with yeah. dealing with their dad leaving while also like relating it to the mom and the grandparents Very like advanced themes <laughs> yeah she's trying i mean she's a smart kid anyway so like right before this scene there's a scene of her interviewing her brother yeah. right and she like asks him how do you feel about dad leaving and he's like he doesn't he doesn't care he's like i don't care yeah. i don't whatever <laughs> like yeah he, he just doesn't care and then she like there's an edit and it edits to him uh telling a story about when he was eight um he like fucked up at a football ca- game and his team lost the game because of it and then like that was the last time they saw their dad um and uh like the sister's like so you think um you think dad left because you messed up a football game uh and he's like, like it well, sounds when dumb you- when you say it like that yeah and then like the next scene is him doing the thing to her him interviewing her but like at the very beginning of the scene it opens with him like setting up the camera and she's like uh just basically directing him and she's like oh just read the cards and he's like do i have to do this and and she's still like trying to control him and trying to direct him and then he like reads the first question from the card which is like what animal would you be if you were an animal Mm -hmm. and she immediately goes into a very prepared answer like um she's definitely thought about it and like has a, a perfectly prepared answer exact and she's exactly how i describe the character she um says she would be a dolphin because like they're very creative and inventive and really have high intelligence or whatever that's how she sees herself and that's why she talks like that anyway <laughs> um so uh he is annoyed at um the fact that she's still trying to control him when she's supposed to be under the eye of the camera and so uh he starts out with the question like um like why do you why do you like the pizza delivery guy even though he has the whatever ratchet acne or whatever also i just want to stop pause here and point out like i'm always i look i don't know why i can't explain this but when brothers in movies are like overly obsessed with like their sister's attraction to guys and that's a thing that happens i fucking hate it and i know he might have been like trying to like embarrass her but the way it's done is so fucking creepy to me like it's a thing like brothers are always like trying to ruin sisters relationships and they're always like questioning what they see in guys and it's just a weird i hated it and like just right. there's just those like two line deliveries i was like oh god like he's yeah. clearly wanting to know why she likes that guy because like well, obviously he's yeah. seeing it as like this is a guy girls right. like and it's just like weird to base it off your sister i don't know yeah i, I agree that's a weird thing in movies a lot oh um it. but basically like his goal because he's m- going off the cards because like her immediate response she like doesn't say anything and she like looks down at the cards and like tries to get him to look at the cards you know mm-hmm. um so like she's still aware of the camera and like he, so he like asks the question um basically to like go off script yeah. and like get her an accurate reaction from her and then that's when it goes into the mirror stuff like why don't you ever look at yourself and basically like i don't know the way i see it is like he's pissed off at her for like just bossing him around and he's like trying to get her to see that she's still like seeing everything like she's seeing everything as a director rather than 
I just and feel trying like, to get reactions from other people. I feel like if I was a 13-year-old boy pissed at my sister, once I got a hold of the camera, I'd be like, why do you think you're an ugly butt face? And then I would have yeah. like walked away. Like, that's how it's a 13-year-old <laughs> does that. Like, you don't ask trauma questions right. when you're 13 right. years old. But also, this is a movie, and it's supposed to be like a moment where they're having some sort of emotional know, like, arc m night has it's written just, way better moments like I don't that know. i think it's fine i think it's fine <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying as somebody who very much can relate to these characters they do not feel i'm not saying my experience is universal or anything but they just feel like what a person writing a story wants these people to feel like and i know that's like well it's a movie but it's like it just it's so it's 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 not it's not that deep (laughs) i don't know how to explain that what do you mean like you just when you're going through these things together you don't get deep like that okay I'm not, I don't want to unpack trauma. I'm trying to dance around not unpacking trauma on this podcast, but I'm saying I'm, it's just like a, I'm watching this and I'm like, God, he just doesn't understand that. You guys just sound to me when you guys say this, what I hear is people going like, Juno is so unrealistic. Real teenagers don't talk like that. That's all I hear. That's all I hear from you guys. First of all, Juno feels natural to me. Yeah. And this feels natural to me. But I'm saying I don't have a problem with Juno. <laughs> I know. And but I know and we all agree with that. But there are people who when Juno came out were complaining about the dialogue that because they thought it was unnatural. Um I and I think that is what I'm hearing from you guys. I guess. <laughs> I just think the script is bad. I don't like the word choices he used. I don't like how the lines are delivered. I don't think that the characters are charming enough to warrant like snappy one-liners the way they try and force them into you like i just it doesn't work for me i'm sorry but like i don't know what to say to you (laughs) (laughs) i don't like it i feel like we could probably just i don't think any more arguing over this is gonna make it any better so maybe we should just move on (laughs) this movie is tearing our podcast apart when's the last time we disagreed this much uh the leprechaun (laughs) terrifier Maybe ter- uh maybe. Well, we de- Molly definitely disagreed with the rest of us on Terrifier. Yeah. Maybe, but like, that's what I like. That's the biggest divide I remember. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The, the... It, it's fine if you think that this is like natural and relates to you. Like that's fine. But I I don't see it that way, and that's okay too. Right. I mean, it's fine. We just need content for the podcast. <laughs> So, like, if we all just say it's okay, then we can just end it here, and 9 out of 10, that's what I'm giving this movie. What? <laughs> it's a good movie. Oh, my God. We put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. We're not going to talk about that right now. We have a whole segment for that. Hold on. The cat's on the computer. Oh, ah! my God. Um, Hang on. I think... I also think... um. It's not just the script. I don't like. I think um, the story's cool. Yeah. It's, I think they should have shuffled some stuff around. Um, yeah. I think because I do like the story and the concept is neat. Um, I guess I just kind of wish. I wish. Um, and I don't even like saying I like. I wish it had this instead because right. like, it reminds me of when people do art critiques and like 
focus in on one part differently. I don't know. It's just like there's like stuff that was like missing to make it like better for me. Right. Um, I will say like a lot of the the creepy stuff that happens like doesn't really like have an explanation. It's just yeah. like it happens and it's creepier for a second and then like it ends and then you're like that was weird and then you're like i wonder if we're gonna figure out why that happened and then it's just like no they're just (laughs) generically crazy yeah you know i actually i had an interesting like i was thinking about this okay so if we're assuming that they're like escaped like patients from a mental health facility Mm -hmm. like as they spend more and more time away like their mental state is like rapidly deteriorating as they're not receiving treatment yeah right and so at the beginning when she's like throwing up, I was like, oh, I wonder if she's like having med withdrawal. Mm. And then by the end, she's like completely like not herself. Oh, that might have been right. why that's. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So the way the grandpa explains it is he says that she has a disorder where. Sundowning dementia. Well, yeah, he, he explains sundowning of, um, and dementia and they also like look it up later and verify that it's real but he also says that like she has a disorder where she um will randomly think that there's something inside of her and try to throw it up mm-hmm. or something he said something like that oh really um, yeah yeah he did that was like his first explanation as to what was going on and then his second explanation right was, also there's this thing called sundowning that was his explanation i don't remember that throwing up part so disregard my medication withdrawal <laughs> well no no no, 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 no. that's probably that's why she was throwing a up a better explanation that's like makes more sense i mean like the other one kind of does make sense but also like but like that's probably the real explanation yeah. and like the what he said was just uh oh yeah that's probably right, right but yeah yeah um and then what else is so okay so they get to their grandparents house and the rule is like it's bedtime at 9 30 um and so they're not supposed to go out after 9 30 so the first thing that happens is the girl goes out at 9 30 <laughs> after 9 30 and like she does like she's <laughs> bringing the camera around and she's like here i'm recreating the night that my mom left <laughs> which also wait, in what way does she think that's a good idea first night there i'm gonna do the thing that <laughs> yeah. pissed off my grandparents and then that's when she sees the grandma like throwing up um and that like freaks them out um and the grandpa explains that later with whatever stupid explanation but because she's not just like throwing up in the toilet she's like stumbling around yeah like, the, the camera's like looking down the stairs and um the grandma's in the landing of the stairs and she's like stumbling around like just throwing up on the floor right yeah so it's like super upsetting it's very weird yeah when you first see it and it like it seems like she's sleepwalking like she definitely doesn't seem conscious at all mm-hmm. of what she's doing um and then so the next weird thing that happens is the like the the older sister tells the kid the younger sis younger boy to uh shoot the b-roll basically and gives him a camera and sends him outside and he goes around and he sees oh, um he sees his grandpa like go into a shed and then uh like a few minutes later grandpa comes back out and then like the kid like waves at him and is like hi pop pop and then pop pop just like stares at him for a second and then doesn't say anything and then turns and like walks the other way 
um and it's really creepy and like the kid's like oh what's in the what's in the shed um (laughs) and then later on in the movie he goes back with the camera to go find out what's in the shed i did like how he tried to do his little intro and he like explains it beforehand and then he does like three takes of is it dead bodies (laughs) and does three different takes of that line it's just funny um and so he goes in the shed and uh samantha is about to come back do you want to say what's in the shed no no i don't yeah yeah he goes in the shed and he finds a bunch of like just piles of dirty diapers Mm. and he opens one and it's definitely dirty and and it's poop yeah and he runs out and falls and that is explained by uh the the grandma says the grandpa is incontinent but also like very embarrassed about it so that's why he hides the (laughs) he hides the diapers in the in the shed and probably burns them she says yeah yeah so it's weird it's funny that they have like each grandparent explaining the other grandparents actions yeah they go to each other grandparents yeah um some other weird things that happen uh at one point at one point um like they go to the kitchen and the grandma's there and she like is talking to them about something else and then she's like oh by the way uh, sorry about your camera on your um computer and she like she says she spilled something and tried to clean it up but like she basically like just covered up she coated it with grease or it was is oven cleaner which is like a thick greasy substance yeah yeah so basically ruins their camera i think like probably to try to hide from the mom so the mom doesn't see them yeah when they're when they do their video calls with her (laughs) they play hide and seek under the house does not make sense. so they go the the boy yeah. hides under the house and then like she goes to get him and then they like oh they do a fun little chase and she's chasing like the sister is chasing him yeah and they're like oh giggling and then all of a sudden you see another figure yeah and then you realize it's the fucking grandma and she's like growling and right. scurrying around and this happens very early in yeah. them being there like second day i believe and she like chases them out and then like they finally get out and then she like they're like kind of freaked out and like grandma what the fuck and she like stands up and laughs and is like i'm making pot pies for dinner and then like walks away it's really weird yeah and when she She not only walks away yeah but when she turns to leave we we see a peak of bare ass half of her ass her skirt is like tucked up and like just one cheek is out yeah Yeah. this woman shows a lot of ass (laughs) yeah just twice too much ass question mark Yes. (laughs) Um, I like the hide and seek scene. It's creepy. I thought that was a good scene because that scene kind of made me think she was going to end up being like a monster. But I think that's just because I've seen Split. (laughs) Um, but Um, I thought it was good in that scene. So like they they both have cameras. The two kids have cameras because they're basically filming two different sides of it. Um, but they they play hide and seek because it was their mom's favorite hide and seek spot. Um, but they run around and since they each have cameras, we get both sides of them, their like perspectives and we get to see the like grandma come behind one of them and then like drag the other one 
off. It, I don't know. It, it was like pretty well done with the way the cameras. It was good. It was scary. I will note. Um, I don't know if y'all have been under porches and shit like that. Nope. Yeah. But they are not particularly typically fun to be under. Right. Like there, it's this usually is a very well lit. It's usually very <laughs> dark under there. Yeah. Very wet, and yeah. there's creatures down there. Like at least bugs. Right. It's not fun being under there. I've been under a couple only because like I've needed to go get something that's gone under there, under there, and like it's scary like i'm terrified of them as an adult i will never crawl under something like that yeah and so it's just funny to see that like perfectly pristine under the porch like hiding spot for hide and seek it was fun because it created a scary atmosphere but i was like who's cleaning under their porch like this right um i simply do not understand why that scene happened it's just scary it's okay um because it looked cool but i also it was like my other opinion for this movie, and we can talk about this later, this movie should have been a short film. Yeah. There's and like a I, lot. I did not like the pacing, and I did. I think that certain scenes happened for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be a good short. And this mm-hmm. was one of the scenes where, like, once it was happening, I was like, oh, like, neat. And, like, it's kind of scary and cool and creepy. And then I was, right. like, over it very quickly. I agree with you on that. Um, I think it would have been more effective as a short. I think that there were, like, I like this scene, actually. I'm glad it was in the movie. But, like, this was, like, to me, the, like, peak of, oh, this is scary. Yeah. Everything else that happened after this was, like, eh, you know? Like, this set her up to be, like, weird and, like, more creepy crawly. And she was more, like, not. Yeah. I mean, she still consistently did weird stuff and honestly, like, watched, like, her nighttime stuff was probably my favorite thing about the movie. Right. But, um, like it happened so quickly too. So like, I was expecting just like, I don't know, like that was an event that I would think would happen like halfway through their stay, not like immediately at the beginning. Okay. But I liked the scene. I, I'm glad that it was in there. I think it's a great scene. There were scarier scenes than this one. I got jump scared really bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. There were, there were some good jump scares. Um, uh this scene was great it happened because the mom it was the mom's favorite hiding spot and they're going around in all the mom's places see in this movie. Oh, okay. i guess I that's I a thing i guess that's a thing but that's also goes to like because they also go to the mom's high school later on yeah but like to me like i think m knight was like he had these scenes in his head and then he just was like oh how do i get them under a porch i oh, will say their mom used to like it there you know okay. what i mean that's yeah. what I meant by what I was saying of like they just drop stuff in and they're like oh so we can like explain why this is happening right. later and then she calls it back at later on when they talk about it yeah and she's her. like oh my favorite hiding like, spot yeah I, I thought it was very natural the way that she did that because they were like and also we were under the back porch and she's like oh you guys went on their porch that was my favorite hiding spot like that's the exact way a mom would respond because it's like a story that she's told a, a million times and then yeah you know Anyway, back to the weird stuff. I just think under the porch is a weird place. Anyways, go ahead. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, so um, it's nighttime and uh, the grandma is now uh, scratching on the walls. Like Tom does at 3 a.m. Yeah. She's, I don't like that. She's completely You should naked. get a cat. You'll get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it sounds like when you have a cat in your house 
I want a cat really bad. I was thinking about this. I can't have one unless I like do allergy therapy. Yeah. Um, it's not worth like, it. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll be a dog person. So she's scratching at the wall. Yeah, scratching and she's at the wall. naked. Yeah, and then so the next day, again, like all of these scenes, like it's really creepy and then nothing happens and then they just move on to the next scene where they try to get an explanation for it so the next day they go and talk to the grandpa in his closet and he does this thing where he like will put on a suit and then be like i gotta go to the costume party i'm gonna be late for the train to go to the costume party yeah um and that comes up a few times did we explain why he does that? No, it's just like <laughs> one of those like old person. Like, yeah. I just, that's w- something that he remembers and then suddenly go thinks he's late for it. I, th- I, you know, since they're randomly dropping in explanations of why people yeah. reference places, you might as well be like, oh yeah, what this story about this time that I was late to this party and then this traumatic thing happened, right. you know, just to explain why his mind is, because it had nothing to do with it. Right. It was just yeah it was just a thing it was just a thing and that's fine it's just like if you're in a movie where you're dropping in explanations of people being places you might as well do that one too um they try to tell the mom about it and the mom's like oh they're just old yeah um and it's also weird because like this at this point they don't have the webcam so the mom can't see them Mm -hmm. and they're also like very like quiet because uh, I don't think the girl wanted to tell the mom about it. And then the kid, like Tyler, like says, um, grandma's acting weird. Um, but yeah, it, it's cause like they keep like being silent and looking at each other and the mom can't tell. And she's yeah. like, are you still there? Yeah. And stuff. I don't know. It was, it was cool. Uh, so they go to the mom's high school and pop pop, um, beats up a guy because he thinks the guy is staring Watching at them. Him. Yeah. So that's weird. So Pop Up is ac- also acting weird. And did they get an explanation from the grandma about that one? I don't remember. I think she just said like he's old and yeah. he gets paranoid. Uh at one point they're like cleaning dishes and um Becca's like, Can I interview you about she's with the grandma and she asks if she can interview her about the mom and the grandma opens up the oven. And it's like, can you get in the oven and clean it for me? Um, yeah. And so what kills me is like she makes Becca, which this is like a fun, intense thing. And it's in the trailer. It's and it's, it's intense, the thing yeah. that like of all the things in the trailer, that bit is what like drew me in of being like, I got to see this movie. Yeah. But like it doesn't deliver really to me. It kind of right. does, but it doesn't nothing really. Happens, yeah. But also like. <laughs> Her being like Becca leans in and then she's like, you got to get in further to get all the way in the back. And then Becca gets in further and then she's like, you need, don't be scared. Get all the way in. And like Becca's like whole body, including like her shoes are up on the oven. And in what world do do either part? Like I get that she's just like doing this to be mean to Becca, but also like, yeah, it's also kind of like a test. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just very weird. And, and then like, she almost goes all the way in but then also becca getting on the oven door like that that thing has to be like reinforced like crazy because that door would have fucking caved down that's true oh you know what i bet it's a prop (laughs) 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 molly why would they have a prop oven in their house 
I don't know. <laughs> Shit, you're right. Also, you're I just, I want to say that oven looked freaking cool. <laughs> it just looked like a cool oven. <laughs> um, yeah, but then the grandma's like, "Okay, you can come out, and I'll I want I'll star in your little movie." Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing happens there, um, and. <laughs> I just had a thought. It's so stupid. Um, I was like, "Wow, this girl's like the John Wilson of making documentaries about her grandparents." <laughs> yeah. Yep. I get. John well, Wilson. I was gonna say in the worst way, but sometimes his stuff is also in the worst way. Right. Um, so, um, then they do the interview, and the grandma like freaks out as soon as the daughter gets brought up. Yeah. Which okay. Why do do they just react like that because they think that that's how the grandparents would react like that? Because I don't know. I, I think thought it's that just her. she reminded of her own children. Um, maybe. Well, yeah, cause, like, it could be that. I just don't know why they act so like in- intensely I, about Catherine Hahn. I think. Um. Well, it's mostly it's mostly the grandma who's who does yeah. it. Um. And I think it's just her getting stressed out. Okay. Um. Because she like knows it's all fake, it, yeah. and I think like when the daughter at like asks her directly i think she like just doesn't know how to just respond. is too anxious and freaks I out thought yeah. whenever this was happening i thought because i knew the plot twist was that the grandparents aren't their actual grandparents mm-hmm. but i thought we were gonna find out something like you know Catherine hahn wronged them in some way and this was their getting back okay. at Catherine hahn okay and that like why she was freaking out was that like she did know her and she like hated her yeah. and i was like kind of getting excited at the idea that that could be tied into it and i was like and i'm not saying that this movie sucks because i wanted that like no but i was like right. oh that would have been really cool yeah yeah um so okay there's a few more scenes that i wanted to talk about there's is one of them the yahtzee scene i hope yes. so yeah <laughs> can well, we save that for last that whole end that sequence is, yeah. i want to talk about yeah uh-huh. but um so at one point um tyler tries to put up a camera secretly and he wants to record uh, oh, uh-huh. overnight um but like becca's like no I'm, uh we can't do that we have like ethical standards we can only film when one of us is there or something I- I hated that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Me too. Because, so, like, put up the camera f- just to have your own, like, your safety. safety. Yeah. You don't have to use that in your documentary, but, like, just so you can see what's going on. Right. Um, but if it's the character. But then later on, they get, um, like, scared enough to where Becca is like, okay, we're actually... Because now she actually feels all the way unsafe. So she's she like, we're going to do it. the grandma did that thing where she, like, wrapped the scarf around her right. head and, like, yeah. tried to strangle herself, kind of. Yeah. Um, so they do put one overnight and what it captures is really good. <laughs> it's really creepy. Um, uh, it's the grandma. She's doing her normal sleepwalking and she like is knocking on their door a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she like walks into the living room and then jump scares you jump scare and she jumps in front of the camera and does a roar. And Molly screamed. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking... It was, like, one of those, like, genuine... Like, it really did, like, come out of nowhere and scare right. the shit out of me. It was... And it's directly a face on the screen staring directly at you. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Molly, I'm assuming you watched it off your laptop, right? Yep. So you had it, like, right there in yeah. your face. Yep. 
it was funny because we were watching it at the same time but molly was just like maybe three seconds behind us i did i had i put subtitles on and so it like delayed while the subtitles were updating yeah yeah and so i like didn't think it was worth it to have you guys like wait for me to catch up so So like that scene that jump scare happened and harish and i just like didn't respond and so molly had no (laughs) idea that it was about to happen and then so since it was on a delay we're watching like past it and then all of a sudden we just hear molly let out a scream yeah (laughs) i also so the way my setup is um there you guys are watching on a tv right yeah I'm watching yeah. on my laptop and I can't see you guys when I'm watching the movie. Right. So I had no, I like had no idea any of your reactions or anything. Only like yeah. when you were talking or like saying stuff, could I like kind of gauge what was happening? Right. So came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, so it was good. Scary. Yeah. Um, but what she does is she just grabs the camera and then grabs a knife and then tries to break into the kid's bedroom. But she gives up. But she gives up and then puts the camera back and then puts the knife or puts the knife back and puts the camera back. So we get we get the um, their side of it and a yeah. little bit of her side of it, like cutting between. But then like the finish of her giving up and stuff, we see the next morning. After we see them she's watching gotten, the yeah. footage yeah, on the computer. Yeah. And so now they're totally freaked out. And this is their last day there. Mm-hmm. Right. It's Friday and their mom's supposed to come back and pick them up. Um, so uh they try the whole day they try to um stay away from the grandparents um and there's the funniest scene. this is the best bit in the whole movie <laughs> they're just standing outside in the driveway and the, she's like we got to pretend that we're playing and she just throws a ball up and down well and she doesn't like, even playing. start throwing it they come out and they're like what are you doing she's like we're playing and she just holds up the right and they have not been doing anything (laughs) and then later on they're trying the same thing and now um tyler has the ball and what he does is he throws the ball in the air and then spins around and then watches it fall to the ground and then tries to get it after it bounces and she's like what are you doing he's like this is how kids play That was the most know, kid that thing. Was because that is exactly how a kid would pretend to be a kid. That that felt right. Mm-hmm. But that was also um, just really fun. I, I I said it while we were watching it. I've said it in every episode. M Knight is a comedy director. He is not a horror director. There were others there were other horror scenes in this where yeah. I was like, that's fucking funny. And yeah. I read a trivia that apparently he said that there was a funny cut of this movie and there yeah. was a scary cut of this movie, and apparently this is the hybrid. Yeah. He should have just done the funny cut. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I simply can't do it. <laughs> Harish was laughing so hard, and so this is like, I heard you guys laughing, and I was like, "What the hell?" Because you were on a, I was on a delay. Yeah. And by the time I get to, it, I was like, "Is this what they're laughing at?" So I flipped over to like look at you guys on the screen, and you're just laughing. It was funny to watch. We both throwing the ball. <laughs> he we just both thought it was ball funny. In the air and then spins around. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. It just, it's just funny. Um. But anyway, uh, something we didn't mention is that a couple times people have come from the town to try wait, to wait, wait, wait. what what I said. Oh, I'm just I'm a, I'm just yeah yeah right they um uh there was a guy who came to like talk to the grandparents um but they weren't there at the time uh, and then later on a woman comes um with a pie or something for them. Uh, and then like on the last day, the woman comes back, um, 
uh, and the kids are in their bedroom and upstairs, and they're yeah. like they can only see because um, uh, they see the grandparents and the woman in the front yard. I there's think her clearly, name is Stacy. There's clearly arguing going on. They're arguing, and it looks like she's trying to get them to come with her somewhere. Um, but they argue and then they go to the back and then that's the end of that. The kids assume that she's worried about because sh- she has expressed had expressed earlier that she really cared about the grandparents. Yeah. And the kids assume that she's worried about the grandparents deteriorating health and that she's trying to convince them to get help. And um, they're wrong. But right. <laughs> um, so they go to the back and then they they almost immediately it cuts to later and Tyler notes like, hey, did we ever see her leave? <laughs> yeah. Um, they do a couple interviews they interview the grandpa and he talks about how he used to work at a factory and he kept seeing like a white thing with yellow eyes around the factory at night azazel um and like he got fired God. basically i'm sorry sam what the fuck did you just say no keep going <laughs> no 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 no. i am not gonna let you get out of this one nope <laughs> do you want to say it or should i azazel he saw azazel <laughs> The and demon, what's that a reference to? The, the demon who killed Sam and Dean's mom and Sam's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> He's a white thing with yellow eyes. That's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on. But yeah, and then he got fired from his job because of that. And yeah. And then the grandma d- talks about how... Um, she tells a story like they talk about like could you tell a story or something? She just says like saying talk about anything na- that makes you like talk feel natural. Right. Um and she's like I want to tell you a story and she talks about there are these aliens from another planet who um they like put some stuff in pond water. Said, she said they spit in they the spit pond. They spit in the pond water, right? Um and it makes it so that like people don't drown, they just fall into a deep sleep um at the bottom of the pond. Um, and basically these aliens store people at the bottom of the pond um, until they can take them to their uh, their home planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, it's just a made up story. Uh, but then like later we find out that this is what she actually believes. And she killed her daughters by she putting them in the pond. drowned her children. Yeah. Her babies. Um, she's a and she believes in some like, kind of alien thing that like has her children or... Right, because like later on, the grandpa is like, um, uh, her kids are safely in Semiflorina or whatever. Herever, she has some weird named planet, but he says the name of the planet specifically. So mm-hmm. I think she like really believes that those That's aliens are go. real. Yeah, um, and she's they want to give these kids to the aliens too, right? Yeah. Um. So it's finally nighttime. Uh, they they call their grand their mom. Yeah we fucking go <laughs> they they call their mom um and they're like mom come home now come here now um we need you immediately and they show the grandparents to the mom um and she's like those aren't your grandparents and she tries to call she's the police weirdly calm about it by the way <laughs> i don't i yes. think i well, don't i think it's fine well it was just the pacing that, like from her perspective like it's just two old people standing outside she it hasn't clicked for her yet oh yeah that, yeah like it's also like she doesn't want to scare them too much, but also she wants them to know. So like it, it's to me, it's like she is trying to calm them down at first and getting them to stay silent while she's trying to think about what she can say to them. And then eventually she just like 
those aren't your grandparents i um, guess yeah i guess that's it just cra- it cracked me up because there's this whole like minute of her just being like yeah. what are their names what? tyler and tyler and becca yeah, and they keep like, talking she's tyler. like rebecca rebecca, rebecca tyler stop. tyler tyler rebecca yeah, yeah. yeah. rebecca and it just goes on for so long right because they're also talking about yeah. they're like they're, they're crazy they're, saying something, they're yeah. being weird yeah. anyway um so that happens and then the grandparents come in and they're like hey we'll make this a great family night we're gonna play board game um and the grandma's like becca could you help me clean you can film it and so they film cleaning and then we get another oven thing yeah um because like becca asks again like can i interview you about mom and the grandma gets does the same thing and she goes and opens the oven uh and is like becca could you clean the oven for me um and uh, also this time tyler is there with them he's filming mm-hmm. um so becca goes in the oven and she's like keep going in and keeps like pushing like the first time she didn't even touch her i noticed that like she didn't even touch her she was mm-hmm. just like saying like you should go in this time like she's like hand on her butt pushing yeah. her in um but yeah she pushes her in and like makes her go back in and then she does this quick thing where she closes the door and then like starts wiping she's like oh let me get this really quick yeah i just need to get this really quick and um tyler is standing there and also he's freaking out but he's also like i don't know he's like kind of frozen he doesn't know what to do um and he's also trying to calm down the grandma he's like could you let her out Uh, and then she opens the oven and lets her out again. Again, like nothing happens, but it's like really tense when and it's tense. Becca and Tyler know that they need to stay calm and like act like everything's fine. Yeah. So they don't really react. Becca's obviously like, what the fuck? Right. But like they don't freak out. And then we get and Molly's favorite shot. Oh, oh, best part of the whole movie. Yes. The grandpa comes down. There's this like tense music cue as he comes down and shakes a cup of dice. And what does he say? Ah, uh, fuck. I think I wrote it down. <laughs> the okay. cat is He says sleeping. something just so fucking funny. Oh. He says, uh, let's make it a perfect family night. And shakes the dice. <laughs> and then shakes the and dice. he's, like, shaking these dice, like, and kind he's of in a, menacingly. He's in, like, a lunge position, like, leaning into uh-huh. the frame. Like, coming down from the stairs. And <laughs> I... That is how you make a fucking entrance on game night. I gotta say. Like, if you're not bringing that energy to Yahtzee, like, I don't fucking want it. He is, like, into yep. this. He is so hyped for what's about to happen. <laughs> right. And honestly, of all, like, so much of this movie, I was like, I simply do not relate to these characters. The second they sat down to play Yahtzee, I was like, yeah, that's my family. <laughs> <laughs> and she, the whole, because, like, the scene kept happening. I was like, oh, is it still your family, Molly? And she was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> My family has, like, a weird Yahtzee obsession, and, like, we get pretty competitive about... Like, you've played games with me, and yeah. it doesn't... Games don't always bring out the best in me, <laughs> and Yahtzee is one of those games where it is, like, cutthroat. Wow. We're all, like, we all take it a little bit too seriously. Um, people's feelings get hurt. <laughs> That's my family oh, with no. uh, Ticket to Ride. Emotions run high. Oh my god, I don't want to talk about tickets to ride. You know what happened last time? Yep. Oh my god, what's that? Yeah, I remember that story. Uh, my fucking dad. Betrayal. I still haven't forgiven. Yeah. Anyways, so they're like, sit down to play like the most tense game of Yahtzee of all time. 
Yeah. And they, they're like filming it. Well, right before the, so they've been trying to go outside and have been saying, we need to film some evening shots outside the house. Um, And so like right after the, the grandpa comes down with the dice, they try to go outside, they go to the back door and they open it for just enough right there hanging on one of the trees is the woman who came earlier stacy who was trying to from the like clinic or whatever um and she's just hanging there with her red jacket in this movie apparently he uses red this like in a similar way kind of it only shows up whenever something bad happens because like throughout the whole end sequence um uh i think she's wearing like a red sweater or something and then the other girl who's hanging has a red jacket yeah, on. Yeah, I remember her having a red jacket. But anyway, um, so that happens. And then the the grandpa shuts the door and then is like, uh, he says another line. I, I forget what it was. Um, but they go and they play the best game of Yahtzee ever. Oh, 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 another great part. Um, he's like so into it. He's, he's like, super oh. into like, it, yeah. Like, and like has his turn. And he's like, oh, you're using a Milton Bradley approved strategy. Right. And the girl goes, um, Yahtzee's made by Hasbro. Right. And the brother's like, that doesn't matter. Don't talk about that right now. Right. Then one of, and then she's like, used to be Mil- Milton Bradley, but now it's Hasbro. Right, right. Because they, I, it said something about that in the trivia, like Hasbro bought Milton Bradley or something. Yeah um but yeah and then there's another really good line from the um where like the grandpa's like i'm a yahtzee master and then nana's like you're not a yahtzee master that (laughs) That takes takes 10 years (laughs) wait guys not to dunk on you or anything but i'm a yahtzee master (laughs) (laughs) just like the way she said that it's clear that this has been a thing like in the past right like she's so mad honestly like it truly captures the tension of like a yahtzee game (laughs) like i've never seen it like that spelled out on like a movie before yeah it's it's so good um but becca becca leaves she says that her camera's out of battery um but secretly she goes to the basement to figure out because at the very beginning of the movie like the grandpa's like there's mold in the basement don't go in there we're worried about your safety so she goes Uh, in the basement i believe him yeah (laughs) um and meanwhile tyler is left playing yahtzee i just want to note like this just doesn't seem like the time for her to go to the basement i get it she's 15 and stupid but like of they went on so many walks in the week and i know that they're just now getting like really scared but right now when they're clearly both acting they're absolute craziest and the cops are literally on the way and you're supposed to not be setting them off it seems like there's a bunch of times when the grandparents aren't home yeah (laughs) conveniently yeah so they have a lot of time to do the stuff the research and they don't they don't mess around right um but (laughs) Tyler is playing the game. Grandpa does the roll and then he looks at it and then just stares and then he just stands up and just walks away. And then the grandma just starts eating these cookies. I thought he pooped his pants. Oh, really? Was that oh, what happened? Oh, maybe that is what happened. That probably yeah, it is. It. Yeah. I did not, I, I could not realize, re- figure out that, for the yeah. life of me why he did that. Right. He that just makes stands sense. up and walk away. Because that comes into play. That makes sense. I, I didn't I didn't get that. Wow. 
Um, but yeah, the grandma just like oh, is oh, eating. Can I do the line when you get to that part? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you can. I just I want to just come in and well, say. Well, she the starts line. like shoving these like powdered sugar cookies into yeah. her mouth, and yeah. they're like leaving white stuff, like white powder, and like she's yeah. just like aggressively chowing down on these things. It's ferocious. Right. And like he says something to her, doesn't he? I don't remember. But I don't, I don't remember but how this turns, plays out. She turns and looks to the camera, and her mouth is still full of cookie, and she oh, goes, yeah. Yahtzee! <laughs> right. Like, seriously. I fucking love that. Like, this is the only scene I truly love. From the moment <laughs> that Grandpa steps in to, like, that, it's fucking just fucking hilarious. Like, right. just pure humor. Yeah. So the Grandpa takes her away, um, because it's 9.30, time for bed. Um, and then he like, well, the kid's just there. I think he like hits. Well, he mi- he's like, out. hey, how about we finish the game? Where's your sister or something? And then it kind of cuts away to the sister. Yeah. And then when it cuts back, we see that there's like a welt on the kid's head. Yeah, so it's okay. clear that he knocked him out. Right. Yeah. So uh, Becca's in the basement. She finds pictures, real pictures of their grandparents. Um, and then she finds like clothing from Maple Shade Psycho- Psychiatric Hospital, and then she keeps looking deeper in the bin that she's looking in, and she finds the her dead grandparents, dead grandparents' bodies. That's traumatizing. And then she turns the camera to her face, and she's like, "My name is Becca, whatever her name is." Um, if, if you find this footage, f- this was real. And then boom. In the background, Mitchell or the grandpa shows up, turns on the light, and he's like, "My name's Mitchell." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he like explains, and, he says, and I'm gonna do this because this. Yeah, he explains the whole story. They killed the grandparents, um, and they want to sacrifice because these kids, it wasn't whatever. fair, and they deserve to have this last right. week, and because the grandma had sacrificed her kids, so she deserves right. grandkids. Yeah. So. Um, he like fights with the girl, locks her in a room upstairs, and then it turns out the grandma is in that room. Um, and so like grandma is like creepily running around. Well, is she like Blair Witches like up yeah, on the wall? Yeah, she's just running around being creepy, and then they have a fight, and then she like slams the girl into a mirror. There's a moment where like what's her name, Sarah? No, Sarah. Becca. Becca. Becca is like filming the grandma attacking they're attacking and then she like turns to the mirror and just like sits there and looks yeah. at, and I don't know if that's supposed to be a moment or I something. I think it's just like her like filming herself freaking out and just like giving up. There's just I don't like know. a weird pause there Whatever. and then the grandma shows up and then like it was clearly a perspective turn so they could do the head yeah, slamming yeah. against the mirror thing. But right. then, so the mirror breaks, she gets the shard of glass, they're wrestling on the bed, and she stabs the grandma like a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, uh, the grandpa, Tyler, is just standing like He's like next frozen to the table. in place. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, I think that's the thing. Like He's when Tyler's scared, scared, he yeah. freezes. Yeah. Like that's his whole thing. He's just standing right in front of the camera um, next to the table. Yeah. I have to ask, how many whole things does this guy have? Well, because that's the, the reason he did the football story is because he froze during that like scary moment in right. the football game. So it's to establish that he gets scared when he gets scared, he's he freezes. Yeah. But he also blames that night because he failed because of that, and so he thinks that that's why his dad. It's tied to why his dad Lee left. Right. So he's 
a freestyle rapper germaphobe whose fight flight freeze responses freeze. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> Who played football in eighth? If, eight no, years that's a old. thing. That's a thing. Pee wee football is a thing. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's not that intense, though. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just like. Maybe football is just I'm a bunch sorry. of kids, like, trying He's to pants each it other. so seriously, yeah. Did you say peewee football wasn't that serious? You clearly didn't grow up in the Worthington school system. <laughs> no, I grew up in East Texas, Molly. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That is where peewee football is one of the peaks of the community. <laughs> and it's painful. Yeah, I've seen Friday Night Lights. I'm <laughs> No, it's sad because it's so true. I can't watch that show because it's too real. <laughs> That's like a real fact. Oh my god. Anyway, um, Grandpa just torches the kid by taking off his diaper and then putting the diaper on the kid's face. Honestly, like you can't Awful. do a more fucked up thing in a movie. Ugh. Like I am, Ugh. I have watched people get sawed in half in films that have been on this podcast yeah and i still hated watching this more right the germaphobe thing like it's definitely it's definitely just there for this scene because like it doesn't even need to be there for the scene though anybody would be fucked up yeah that's what i was trying to say okay um no i i'm just having a hard time (laughs) phrasing my thoughts but yeah like um it's just like i think the germaphobe whole thing could have just been taken out because it just introduced in the beginning and then halfway through they're like oh remember when you were he, a germaphobe he has a germaphobe and then like now uh, at the end the grandpa's like you don't like germs right and then just does it it's it doesn't need you don't need to germaphobia. you can just do this yeah <laughs> but i guess Ugh. it's to explain why the grandpa would think to do that it's because that's probably the highest form of torture to that kid yeah but it's fucking awful. And then anyway, apparently, according to the kids rap during the credits, that went on for 30 minutes. But that doesn't seem right. I think that's just exaggeration for Maybe, rap because rap is about It just like makes me think like, did this go on for 30 minutes and we just got <laughs> yeah. the cut version of it? That makes sense. Um, I mean, she was fighting the grandma for a while, so right. it could have been that long. Right. Um, so glossing over another one of the great parts in the movie where they're talking about rap and then he's like do you know tyler the creator oh yeah (laughs) people say i'm like him yeah yeah that was hilarious (laughs) um it was it was very funny and didn't make me just cringe (laughs) at all it it works for the character (laughs) that's like I mean, what can you say? Every kid if, is embarrassing at 13 years old. I'm just curious old. if M. Night, like, knew what Tyler, the creator, like, was like. Does he think that that's who this kid wants to sound like? I mean, it makes sense for the kid's character. I guess. I just don't see him listening to Tyler, the creator. Why not? I don't know. That's exactly what, like, an edgy 13-year-old would listen to. I, yeah. yeah, I guess. Because, like, I guess Eminem's a big thing with kids yeah. that age too so yeah that tracks yeah and only 13 year old kids that age nobody in their 20s listens to eminem <laughs> right right i don't um so yeah me neither <laughs> so i said that so uh anyway becca comes out helps out the kid but then like the grandpa knocks her out or something and then he the kid tyler like runs and tackles the grandpa and it's like his the completion of his arc and he's finally 
<laughs> has achieved success. Any reference to that? It's stupid. The fucking I, I agree. the bit he does, like the fo- all the yeah, football stuff. That I was stuff like, sucks. that is weird. This the, is like one of those written for a movie moments. Too much spelling out the character arcs. Yeah. I agree. That sucks. Um, but overall, I think a great movie. And then we get like a little epilogue where the mom explains what her happened. deal with the parents. And honestly, that was like, that was the most like. I don't know. Emotional, I feel like that was a lot like, of trauma to unload at just like yeah. the very last beat of the movie. Right. You know, like it wasn't a feel good moment. It was like, yeah, life's really hard and you're going to have regrets. Don't fuck up. Right. <laughs> it ended. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It did remind me a lot of the sixth sense and how like that big moment happens. But that moment is like real feel good. You know, like there's, it's full of forgiveness right. and like, understanding and this one is like it's going towards that tonally but it was just grim like it just didn't leave me feeling good like the sixth sense did okay Uh, it was just dark (laughs) um let's just go into segments all right yeah yeah what's the first segment what would you do what would you do well molly you already talked about this a little bit in the uh what character do you relate to i don't remember who you said but i said miguel um boyfriend (laughs) Yeah. Because if it were me in that movie, I would have simply taken a hot mom on a cruise. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I I really relate to both of the kids. Me too. Um, I just... Not in, like, the situation, but just, like, them. I, I get it. Or I, like, relate to them. And that's why I, like, don't like them, because I just don't think they're accurate depictions. But um, I, I relate to them still. But, um... I don't think I'd ever end up in this situation. I don't know. Maybe I, I mean, I'm just trying to think with my, in context of my family, but I guess if I would act like them, I guess if I was in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I also, I relate to both of the kids. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't think I would act very different really. I don't know. I think maybe I would have called nine one one. Well, they don't have phones. Oh, there's no, there's not even a landline there. I don't know. There probably isn't, because the grandparents don't get any calls. I, I guess know. that's true. Maybe I don't know. I would have freaked out a little sooner. Yeah. Emily, if I was there with Emily, we would have gotten like some other like family friend to pick us up within the first night, because Emily is like terrified of old people. Yeah. And so we wouldn't have made it even far enough for anything to happen because somebody would have come and pick us up. Molly, what would you have done if you were in the kid's situation? Just somehow. Left? <laughs> yeah. Just walked? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. This It would have been the second um, I saw her throwing up, I would have left. Yeah. <laughs> you would have. I don't know. I would have. I know. I don't have the kind of investigative spirit to deal with stuff like that. Um, also, we didn't talk about this enough. I feel like it's like really heartbreaking to see old people struggling mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't cope well with like situations like that. Mm. So, like right off the bat, I think I would have not been able to stay in yeah. like in that kind of situation. So that's like that's like an interesting thing that this movie kind of explores is like how do you deal with like 
people in your life, like older people in your life who are experiencing like negative symptoms as a result of their aging. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's a good and like point. obviously the older the daughter is like a little more willing to because she's trying to like keep a family connected, I guess. So she's like she's like, No, this is gonna be okay and like she's like sees the positive side and the other the kid the boy is like, getting the fuck out of here. Like I can't be around this. Yeah. It's scary. And um it's like scary for everyone. Like so let's take out like the horror aspect of that. Like growing old and kind of losing your grip on reality is terrifying. And so that's like an interesting I do, I do like that. I think that's an interesting dynamic to add. Right. Yeah. Because, like, you can't just leave if it's, like, actually old people. Yeah. Actually right, exactly. in trouble. So, yeah, it makes sense. Um, What's our next segment? Uh, oh. Award. That wasn't What Would You Do. Oh, oh I forgot <laughs> to sing the song. Okay. Um, this is getting a Jensen. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it this is also going to get a Jensen from me. Okay. But it's like, it's not like, uh, we'll get into it in the ratings. It's on the higher end of a Jensen, I just want to say, but I, I'm giving it a Jensen. Okay. Uh, I don't know who I'm going, it's going to though, so let me think. I'm going to give it to the grandma. She ate. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This the grandma I, was great. There were several moments in this movie where I was like, wow, she like, really put a lot into playing this character like she got yeah. into it yeah it was genuinely pretty good like in all honesty yeah yeah i think they were all pretty good um but i agree i'm gonna give a jared to the grandma valid that's fine wait we didn't say what these awards are you get the jared padalecki award for excellence in acting if you think the movie's good yeah and the jensen padalecki you tried your best in a shitty movie if you the think jensen the movie's bad. padalecki Jensen the Jensen accolade. The Jensen accolade. You yes. tried your best in a shitty movie, and then we forgot the mediocre Collins. Was... Yeah, I could not remember it. A mediocre film. Last week, whenever we were doing it, I was listing them, and I could not for the life of me remember. So I just pretended there wasn't a third one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Misha. Oh, I guess I could go Misha, but I'm giving it a Jensen. <laughs> and you're giving it to the grandma. grandma. Yeah. Okay. Villain ranking? Dead last. Ugh. No uh, shot. Hang on. I don't even remember how mine's going. Where is it? Yeah, honestly, I have to put him at last. And it's not like me personally thinking like... like Oh, I don't like this movie, so I'm putting them last. It's like genuinely, I just think the other ones are better. Yeah, I'll put them last too. Um, what year is this? 2015? Mm-hmm. Alright, got them loaded in. So, uh, what are we rating it out of? <laughs> Yahtzee dice. Yahtzee dice. That's fine with me. Yeah. I mean, that's good. <laughs> Dirty diapers. Ugh, no, that <laughs> one came to my mind too. And I was like, we can't do yeah. that. 
<laughs> I can't. I can't, I just can't do that. Ovens. Uh, what'd you say? Ovens. Ovens. I like Yahtzee dice. Okay. I can start. I'm gonna give this two and a half Yahtzee dice. All right. I don't like it. I didn't like a lot about this movie. Two of the stars come from the Yahtzee scene. Actually, yeah, two and a half is fine. That's like honestly being generous, and I'm not trying to be mean. This just like was not for me. Don't shake your head at me. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so. So passive aggressive. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it like four and a half stars. Okay. It's it's definitely not the worst movie I've ever seen. It has its ups, but it has like way more downs to me. I just like couldn't connect to this. I couldn't, which is weird saying because like I did connect to it, but like in the worst way. And like, um,. The I don't know it just th- there's cool he's a really really good concept person like he's got really great ideas I like everything he comes up with um in like theory and I think he's like a pretty good director like there's always like weird parts that I'm always like oh come on you're better than that but like I think he's a pretty good director but he's just a god awful writer like he's not good and this is just a very good example of it I think, I don't know. I'm going to give it nine and a half out of ten. <laughs> this is a great movie. Um, uh, it's like, has some like really good creepy scenes. I think um, the script is great. I, I love the way the characters are written. The characters are very <laughs> well developed and I, I think they're great and well written. Um, and I think like, yeah, they're, it is there are like good creepy moments there i mean some of the slang maybe sucks and there's just some stupid stuff randomly yeah like the germaphobe thing was stupid um but yeah overall great movie nine and a half out of ten <laughs> you say nine and a half now yeah. you went from nine to nine and a no, half. i said nine and a half oh my god oh wait I said nine earlier, yeah. I'm in a nine and a half now. <laughs> yeah. So like nine and a half. This is like For context. No, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just gonna say this is kinda how I felt when we had signs, because y'all both didn't like signs and I did, yeah. but this is like sign sucks in this rules. Shut you <laughs> shut your damn mouth. <laughs> shut up. But this is really how I felt when we did the episode about the crazies. Oh. How you feel now is how I felt in that episode. Cause I felt like I was like stupid for liking the movie. I mean, the crazies is fine. It's like not. That's how I feel about the visit. It's like fine. Yeah. Anyways, Molly, uh, what were you gonna say? This you giving it a nine and a half is a slap in the face to every single movie you gave a nine that Sam and I both gave a ten that didn't make it to the golden reel, and I am furious. Like, I part of me just wants to go back and fucking look for those movies and be like, so it's better than this. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it is. <laughs> I think it's it's M. Night Shyamalan's second best movie. <laughs> Put the phone on the ground and start punching it, Molly. <laughs> I'm going to drive to your house. <laughs> I guess that's like... The village is third. I mean, I guess that's a fine ranking because I put The Village as second and a lot of people hate that movie. I think it's good. I th- think Signs is better than this, but whatever. <laughs> Unbreakable um, is better than this. No, not for me. <laughs> what? 
that's one where it's like everyone loves it and i'm like Ugh, not for me mm. i feel like glass no, is better than this glass is awful i hate glass i know it's <laughs> whatever we don't have to list every m night we've ever seen wait yes we do, yeah, we do. <laughs> i haven't seen we that haven't one seen that better yet. than this Split, I would one. say Split is not better than this. Split really is like worse split, than this. Yeah. I don't like Split. split uh, I haven't seen After Earth. After Earth, I haven't the seen. The Lady in the Water, I have not seen. I think I've seen almost everything else. Yeah, I think we named them all. I want to see all of the. I, I have a goal, and it's to watch all of his movies. So, I'm very passionate okay. about reaching this goal. Well, Devil is story oh, credit. God, devil. Story credit, not even a writing credit. But he directed story. it. Nope. He didn't direct it. He was a producer. What? Who directed Devil? I don't know. Oh, I know. John Eric Dowdle. Oh, my God. I thought he was the director this whole time. No, he didn't direct it. Uh, So, yeah. Stuart Little, written by M. Night Shyamalan. Great movie. Uh, And then yeah, his first. Because you know why? It's a comedy. <laughs> what, Molly? I'm just basically echoing what you guys say. I'm not adding anything <laughs> to the comments. The Happening, I haven't seen. I've seen The Happening, and I remember liking it when I was younger, and everyone was like, this is a stupid movie. So I'd be like, yeah, that's a dumb movie. Oh, really? I genuinely wow. don't remember if it's actually good, but I know I liked it when I saw it. Yeah. Um, wow, okay. I didn't know Bryce Dallas Howard was in Lady in the Water. Yeah, she's the lady, isn't she? As we know, know. he works with P- he works with everybody twice. Have you seen that one? Really? No, I haven't, but I want to. Uh-oh. Is that actually a thing? Well, he's worked with Bi- Bryce Dallas Howard twice. He's worked with um, Bruce Willis Bruce actually Willis technically was in three Sixth times. Sense and Unbreakable. But, but now then he's in Glass. He His also glass is in is Glass, sequel. and he has a cameo in Split. Yeah, um, but this cameo was just a setup that Glass was a sequel. Yeah. He's he worked with um, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix twice. twice. Yeah. Uh, technically James McAvoy twice, technically Anya Taylor-Joy twice, but well, it was for a sequel, sequel, so it's kind of... Anyway, let's just move on. What's our... Uh, yeah, so overall, what's our rating on M. Night Shyamalan? I like him! I'm a big supporter! Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like get that excited, but I actually am very passionate. I will defend him. Yeah, I think he's great. I, I, I used to, like, I don't really like Glass or Unbreakable, um... Um, but I, I do always like his direction. I think he's a good director. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Some of his writing is weird and cheesy, but um, I do like a lot of his ideas and stuff. He, I don't know. He, he knows what he wants to make, and he, like, gets I, I I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that, like, he funds a lot of his stuff. Like, he, like... This one he funded himself because he, like, his last two movies were, yeah, like, flops. Yeah, they were. Like, he, he's very passionate, and, like, if he really wants to make it happen, like, he, like, gets out there and he makes, like, his vision, and I think it's really cool, and I think that like his ideas are really creative i don't think he's great at like doing the writing for it but i also agree that he's a good director and you can see the two movies that were really bad before this that flopped were avatar and after earth which i genuinely believe are two movies that he didn't really care about he was just also, trying to like they prove had that, more um studio yeah like, like he was trying to like you said veer away from being like his stereotypical self right. and like he learned from that like hey i've got something i'm good at i obviously this is not for me and he's right. like back to doing what he should be working on yeah. and I, I, it makes me excited and this was his first good movie after 
after his bad movies. I don't think that his movies have been quite as good since, <laughs> but I think he's still in the the lane. I've been talking so much, Molly. Do you have anything? He's fine. Um, <laughs> no, not in a bad way. That's like fine. Like he's. Um, I'm not like I'm not a big director person. Um, yeah. There's like a few directors I really like. Um, but no one I'm really like. Oh my god! Like everything right. is whatever. But um. It's cool that he has kind of his distinct style in terms of writing and directing. Um, I think it's neat. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of his movies have good moments. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not like an M Night Shyamalan stan, but I also like don't think I feel like a lot of times he gets a lot of criticism and it's like unwarranted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like his stuff is fine. It's cool. It's fun. Um, watch some stuff with your friends, even if you don't like it. It's still fun. Yeah. Um, the Sixth Sense is great. Yes. Agreed. Um, literally one of the best things to happen to cinema. <laughs> I also I forgot to tell you guys this. I was so freaked out by the like village characters. Remember Sam when you said you were really unsettled by how they moved? Yeah. When I was just like in my house and it was dark, I like was freaked out because I couldn't oh, stop wow. thinking about how like they move and I yeah. like that. It was that's, really unsettling. That's the thing. That's the reason I like that movie so much because like that feeling of seeing them has stuck mm-hmm. with me through my whole like life every time i think about that movie like my heart skips a beat a little bit because i feel like i did when i was 10 years old watching yeah. that and it's just, it's just so good and i can't listen to since you've been gone by kelly clarkson for that reason my mom listened to our uh sixth sense episode <gasps> oh um, no she knows how much i cuss <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no does your mom not like me <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think either of those are uh true. Well, obviously I mean, she knows how much I cuss. Well, yeah. Um anyway, uh she well she was like really into the twist and she like was mad we didn't discuss it as much. Aww. She was like um cuz she was telling me about how um when she first watched the movie um like it it just like blew her mind that like Bruce Willis was a ghost, but also that he didn't know that he was a ghost. Yeah. Um, and so like the final scene, like she like really likes the final scene because it's him realizing that he's a ghost. Um, and then it's also like, uh, we didn't really talk about how like ghosts are like all the ghosts have like something, um, like leftover business mm-hmm. or whatever um but she was she was talking about like so like his like leftover like final business tying him to the earth was finished and uh i don't know she just like really likes the twist and w- didn't like that we she know thought why, we didn't miss the point do you know like why though that that we missed it is because like we didn't live through that not being yeah. a trope yeah or like she she like got to organically experience that right. like as it like became like a huge like uh, i'd say groundbreaking quote like thing that happened right. whereas we grew up with that being made fun of as being like the the like precedent right. trope yeah, you know yeah. so that's why we didn't think anything of it and it's cool to hear that like it was genuinely that effective and like and yeah. i did that yeah like that's freaking awesome right it's good <laughs> um oh we didn't do recommendations oh shit i had a couple i had two i'll Um, I'll go last because i keep going first and taking everybody's so my my what what what's the one where it's the alzheimer's documentary the taking Taking a different logan Logan. that was gonna be one of mine yeah (laughs) right that is it's very similar to me that is this movie like how this movie 
or that's a better example of this basic same story kind of okay. but not really but it's like yeah. the same concept right they're very similar concepts it's like well, the other one is um, more specifically a documentary about yeah. a person going and through Alzheimer's. And that one goes a demonic a route. Different, yeah. Um, and then my other recommendation was Get Out because <laughs> of the way, like, um, in Get Out, there's the, like, two black people who work for the mm-hmm. um, parents, for the white people, mm-hmm. um, and the way they act felt, like, similar to the way the grandparents act in this. Just very, like, standoffish and weird. I don't know. Yeah. But Get Out is also just a great movie overall, so recommended. <laughs> Molly, did you have any? Um, the only this is a really shitty recommendation because I re- like my only good one was Taking of Deborah Logan, which is like great and it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, I think everyone should watch the talented Mr. Ripley on the basis that it's about a character pretending to be someone else, but also there's really rampant homoeroticism in it. <laughs> <laughs> and if I could look like anyone in the world style-wise, it would be Jude Law in that movie. That is, like, the goal. I, this is, like, my long-term style goal. It's what I'm chasing. He's got this cool, like, rich boy boat vibe Yeah. that I just, oh, I want to be an expat so bad. I'm, I'm interested by you giving me that as the focal point of the movie. Now I'm like, all right, I'm in. Sign me up. I want to watch this movie. Have you not seen it? No, I haven't. I like it a lot. Um, I'm looking at images. Oh, um, I keep recommending this this year, apparently, but the um, Sandy Passage uh, episode of Documentary Now. Isn't that the... the, um, Right, the Grey Gardens. The Grey Gardens thing. It's just the first episode of Documentary Now. It's so good. Like, Documentary Now has a bunch of episodes that are just, like, really good. I haven't seen a lot of the newer stuff. But, like, it really starts off with its best one that I've seen. Um, It's so good. But, anyways, it's very similar to this and Taking of Deborah Logan. Um, And then Paranormal Activity I wanted to recommend Mm. because that's also a found footage horror. And there's a lot of nighttime action that gets... And then there's also, like, a they set up a camera to catch the action at one point and that scene reminded me of paranormal activity the way it was like cut together right that was that was it that was all i had um okay uh you can follow me at not a credit card and any and everything (laughs) (laughs) you can get me at save our shaggy that's a scooby-doo reference on everything i have been waiting for this i have great news (laughs) you can get me at midsummer queen on twitter and on Letterboxd, because nice. I'm finally a pro member. Yes. I'm so proud of you. Harish needs to join our club, even though he doesn't need it. <laughs> I don't need it, because it's all the same. <laughs> um, I did it the same reason Sam did, which is to change my to change. at. <laughs> That's the most powerful move Letterboxd did. They were like, you can change it, but you have to give us $20. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, fine. And I'm like, yep, worth it. <laughs> Uh, and you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Tipsy Terror Pod at gmail.com, Tipsy Terror.com, Tipsy Terror.rip, Tipsy Terror.wtf, Tipsy Terror.pub. And that will point you to all of our stuff, all of those websites. That's it. Uh, bye. Yeah. We got nothing. We'll see you later. Bye. Wait, 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 wait. Our March lineup, I, they, I found out what the title was. It's so oh, yeah. good. You guys have no idea what's coming your way. It's oh, my so God. Funny. I forgot. We have to start talking about <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye. Okay. And we'll leave you with that. Bye. Yeah.